everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mindset to Mastery. I am your host, Keisha A. Rivers, Chief Outcome Facilitator and President of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes. Today's episode, I wanted to talk to you about this question. Leadership, what is the big deal? And this came to me after a conversation that I was having with someone, and we were talking about all of the different leadership gurus out there, um, all the people and the articles and the videos and everything. You know, if you follow John Maxwell, if you talk about Tony Robbins, um, if you think about all of these people who have made their living talking about leadership and development. And, and the conversation came about because I was talking to someone about my work in talent development and team development and how I wanted to focus on an aspect I call leading from within. And so the standard comment I got was, well, there are so many other people talking about leadership. Why do you need to add to it? What is there to talk about? Everything is known. Everything is out there. And what's the big deal about leadership anyway? Well, it got me to thinking that maybe the big deal about leadership is that we don't understand what leadership really is. We don't understand what leadership looks like, and we don't understand how to consistently and effectively get good leadership and produce good leadership. So I wanted to talk about my thoughts about leadership and about what I think about leading from within and how I think that regardless of your position, if you are head of a, of a company, if you have your own company as an entrepreneur, if you're working in a nonprofit, in a school setting, in a team setting, leadership has many different forms, but leadership as an effective tool can be transformational in an individual person as well as within an organization. So what I wanna to do today is just talk to you a little bit about what I mean by leading from within and what transformational leadership truly looks like. And then how can you figure out the best ways to lead from within yourself and also how to impact change and how to transform the people around you and the situations around you so that you can get the results or the outcome that you desire. So let's start from the beginning. What is transformational leadership? What does it mean? What does it look like? And when I start thinking about that, I have to go back to my days as an educator. And I really started understanding leadership when I started looking at first graders. And I know you've kind of heard me go back and forth and, and talk a little bit about my, my, my teaching background and my experiences there, but you learn so much from that dynamic of being in a classroom with a group of 20 to 30 young kids that are just coming into their own. Their personalities are developing, they're, they're learning how to express themselves or not um, effectively, and there are so many things that they're navigating as they try to also navigate growth, mentally, physically, emotionally, and so on. So when you look at a group of first graders, it's amazing how close they are to a group of adults when they're working in a team setting or any group setting because you have the natural quote unquote leaders who always rise to the top. They're the ones who are making you know, the most noise. They're the ones that are always leading everything. They're the ones that are always in front. They're the, always, the ones that are always saying, hey, come follow me, I know what I'm doing. They're the ones that seem the most confident and they're the ones that people naturally gravitate towards. 
So those are the people that we see as being leaders because they're in the front. They're the ones at the top. They're the ones that are speaking up. They're the ones that are making the most, most noise. But when you really look closely at it, true leadership, true transformational leadership, where change is going to be something that is going to carry on you know, long after this person is gone, is more so about who's influencing people, not necessarily who's telling people what to do. And I want you to think about that for a minute because you might be saying, well, isn't it the same thing? If I'm exerting influence over you, then I'm telling you what to do. No, not necessarily. Case in point, in my first grade class, I had a um, situation where if you know anything about six or seven year olds, they have a tendency to want you or someone else to come and solve all of their issues, all of their problems. You have some of the quote unquote tattletale, you know, is what they, they used to call it, where if somebody did something to you or did something you didn't like, took your toy, you know, didn't let you sit next to them, something like that, you always ran to someone in authority to tell them, this is what this person did and I want you to solve it. In essence, this is my problem and I want someone else to solve it. And if you think about it as an adult, I'm sure you have people that you work with who do the same thing. This is the problem, I want someone else to solve it. Now, there are a lot of people who consider themselves leaders, quote unquote, who every time someone comes to them with a problem or an issue, they are the ones who solve it. They tell them what to do. They tell them, oh, you need to do this or you need to do that or you don't do that anymore or this is how you fix it. Now, when you're doing that, are you really teaching that person to handle things on their own and to think for themselves or are you instead teaching them to keep coming back to you for more fixing of the problem? And so what I started doing is I implemented in my classroom, you have to go through certain steps before you come to me. You come to me with the really big things that you can't handle, but there are certain things that I believe in you that you're able to do on your own. So here's a system. Whenever you have a disagreement, I got a little egg timer that, you know, you, um, it's got the little hourglass, you can flip it over. I think it's about maybe three minutes or a minute and a half or something like that. And so the sand is in one, one, one side. And so you go over, if you have a disagreement with someone, you bring that person over to a certain area in the classroom, you, have, you take turns. So the first person flips the, egg t the, the timer and the sand starts going down and you get to talk for as long as there's sand. Once the sand pours out into the bottom, you now flip it over to the other person. They flip and they get to, they get to respond to what you said. Now, two things. One, it taught them that they had to listen to the other person because you're not arguing you're not going back and forth in terms of talking over the other person. You really have to listen to what they're saying and you have to give them the space and the time and the respect to do that. So that's why they had the timer. Secondly, they had to go through and try to find their own solution and I gave them a total limit of time to be able to find the solution. Now, if they didn't find the solution and they needed to come to me, then what they had to do is they had to tell me what they had already done to try to solve this problem before they got to me. And then once they had told me all the things that they had tried that didn't work or that was not, not mutually agreeable, 
then I would come in and ask a few more questions and see if I could either send them back to doing it again or if it was something that I needed to step in to do. Now, why do I tell you that story? Because what I was doing as the leader was I was transforming them. I was influencing them. I was giving them the space to be able to solve the problem themselves by trusting them to do it themselves. So you can't be a leader and want to always solve everyone's problem. You need to be a leader that transforms people and empowers them to solve their own problems, which means you have to know your people. And so this whole thing about leadership and why it's important and why people talk about it and why John Maxwell has spent 20 plus years, you know, as, as the leader of this, of this whole movement in this, this area is because he understands that leadership is more about people than it is about a series of processes. Leadership is about developing who you are as you help other people develop who they are. Leadership is about understanding the nuances of how you need to influence the way people move, the way they think, the way they think about themselves, and the way they approach problems and situations in order to get things done. So back to my first graders. One of the things that was key with first graders is you have to be consistent. If you're not consistent, then you have anarchy. First graders love routine, not because they want to be in a box, but because they want to know what to expect. And we're no different. You know, I had somebody that laughed at me because the way my brain works, I see people as their seven-year-old selves. And the reason I see people as their seven-year-old selves is because I taught first grade for so long and because I noticed at that age that that is when we start developing the basics and the foundations of who we are as people. And so at your core, who you are at seven, at your core, you know, your personality traits, your dislikes, and and, and the way that you, you move in the world and you move within your space, that begins to set the foundation of everything else that's built upon in making you who you are. So my key to this is, is understanding that we all want consistency. We all want to feel safe. We all want to feel as if we matter. So as a leader and as an influencer, it's not about you telling them what to do and making them feel as if you don't trust their judgment. It's about you influencing them by asking the right questions and getting them to see that they have the answers the answers, and the tools within themselves to be able to do what needs to be done. So how do you accomplish that? One, when people come to you with their problems and their issues, do what I did with the, with the egg timer. What, have you, what solutions have you tried already? What things have you tried already before you came to me? Because one, it makes them accountable that they have to actually go out and try something first. Two, they have to explain to you what they tried and why it didn't work. And three, they have to give you a sense of what it is that they're looking for from you. Because nobody wants to be the one that everyone has to turn to when there's an issue or a problem and then you have to be the one to solve everybody else's issues and problems. All it does is drain you. So as a leader and as a transformational leader, You are not the end-all, be-all. 
you are not the center of the universe. You are not the one that everyone comes to for everything because realistically, you can't be. You just can't. It's not a great model to set up because it's not sustainable. And if you're not there, then who's the other person that they're gonna start looking to? Who's the other person they're gonna start turning to? So what you have to do is you have to be able to lead by influence, by lead by transformation, and lead by giving over the power to someone else, by awakening the power in someone else, by giving someone else the confidence to understand and to know that they can do this. And if they can't do it, if they're not equipped yet, how do they start adding things to their wheel, their wheelhouse and their tool shed that will make them better able to handle it? So when we're talking about leadership, the reason why it's a big deal is because as your leadership goes, so goes your organization. As you go as an individual within your teams and within your companies and your organization, and even within your personal life, as you go, so goes everything else around you. So you have to really understand what it means for you to lead this process. And so in order for you to understand how to lead this process, you have to understand where you're going and how you need to get there. So the second point is that leadership leaders have to be visionary. Leaders have to understand the end game. You have to know where you're ultimately trying to go in order to backtrack to be able to figure out the processes and, and the policies and the procedures and what you need to, to do with your people in order to get you there. So with that, I call it leading with the end in mind. So you have to have a vision of what it looks like, where you're going not just numbers in terms of, oh, I wanna reach this revenue goal, or oh, I wanna sell this, many, this much product, or oh, I wanna have this percentage of market share. No, what does that actually look like? Because believe it or not, a lot of people who, when you, you throw out a lot of corporate speak and a lot of jargon, and they, they, act, they nod their heads and say, yes, I understand exactly what you're saying, they don't know what it looks like. And if they don't know what it looks like and they can't internalize that vision, then they can't start thinking about it in a strategic way to be able to make sure that their, their, um, their actions line up with the end that you're trying to get to. And I mean, and that's what we really want, right? We want our actions to line up in a way that's going to help us to get to ultimately where we want to go. That's just how it works. Nobody wants to be spinning their wheels and just doing things for the sake of doing things. You want to make progress. You want to get to a goal. You want to check things off a box or off your list. You want to feel a sense of accomplishment. You can't accomplish anything if you don't know where you're going. There are friends of mine and people that I know who, who thrive on the to-do list. And they, and you know, the longer the to-do list, the better, because that means that they're busy. And they see, feel like if they're busy, then they're, they're accomplishing things and, and they're checking things off. But then I ask them, you're checking things off, but what are you accomplishing aside from a list of tasks? What goals are you achieving? What tangible thing can you point to that is different as a result of what you're doing right now? And that's the key. What is different as a result of what you're doing right now? So when you think about that question, 
in terms of what is different about what you're doing right now? What is different about the way that you're approaching this whole problem and this whole situation so that you can actually get to a different result? And when you look at trying to set all of this up, the main thing that you want to make sure that you're doing is you're constantly improving. You're constantly adding to the model. You're constantly making adjustments and changes that are not just going to be short-lived, but they're things that are going to stick and they're things that are going to be able to sustain, be easy to sustain. And so when you start looking at this whole notion of transformational leadership and you start looking at this whole notion about why organizations focus more so on leadership than they do any other aspect is because they understand that when it comes to establishing a vision and establishing a direction and then looking at how you're going to implement and what processes and procedures you're going to actually follow, that's when they know that if we can get the right people on board who are going to drive this, who are going to facilitate it, who are going to monitor it, and who are going to put people in the right places to be successful, then they know that they're going to get a better ROI in terms of their return on investment and their people are going to be better over the long haul because you don't want to have a situation where you're always doing the same thing and expecting a different result. So now when you start looking at um, consistency and you start looking at vision and you start looking at trust when it comes to leadership and being able to understand that the person is there and that they're going to do what they say they're going to do and you start looking at growth really when you start coming back down to it all of the things that we all want as far as success within our personal relationships our professional relationships our, our business groups and, and the dynamics within our organizations we have to look at it as a as a, a formula your people your process, and then your product or your outcome. If you don't start with your people, if you don't enhance them, if you don't encourage them to grow, if you don't encourage them to think better, if you don't encourage them to dig down deep and transform who they are so that they can become better, then you're going to run into issues because your processes are not going to be as efficient and as effective, and then you're not going to get to the outcomes that you want. So within all of this, What's the big deal about leadership? The big deal about leadership is that it is at the core and the crux of all levels of growth, of all levels of progress, at all levels of making sure that your organization is going to be successful. If you're not leading from within, if you're not looking at yourself and doing a SWOT analysis of yourself, with your strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, if you're not looking at the internal as well as the external factors that are affecting you and your organization and the way that you work in both ways, if you're not examining that and being intentional about what you want to do and how you want to do it, then you're missing out on opportunities for success. You're missing out for new growth opportunities. You're missing out on opportunities to be better than you were before. And so this whole notion of leadership goes beyond just who's in the front and, and, and barking orders and telling people what to do and micromanaging. This whole notion of leadership is empowering your people and getting them to understand how they can be better, how they can solve problems, how they can address issues, how they can improve processes. The whole notion of transformational leadership 
is not just to reach a goal or a benchmark or, or achieve a metric. The whole notion of transformational leadership is in changing the very intimate foundations of your organization and your people so that you can sustain success, but also so that you can pivot quickly, you can adapt to change, and you can be forward thinking enough to see the prospects of what's coming up on the other side. You have the greatest resource within yourself, within the people that work within your organizations. How are you going to tap into that if you're not going to be a transformational leader? If you're not going to know how to rally people and get them on board and to get them to operate and to act in a way that is success-oriented but process-focused, how are you going to sustain the success that you want to achieve if you're not empowering people to solve their own problems and to be motivated and inspired based on the work that they're doing? How are you going to transform your organization if you are not setting up opportunities for people to talk to each other and to work collaboratively and cooperatively? Everything I learned about leadership, I saw impact. I saw actually laid out in a first grade classroom because they worked collaboratively, collaboratively together. They empowered each other. They encouraged each other. They solved their own problems. They grew and developed together as a team, as an organization. And that's what we have to look at. And that's why there's so much that's being written on leadership. There's so much that's constantly being, being talked about on leadership. There's so many different theories and things that are coming out about leadership. Not because it's a, it's a, 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 a drum that we like to beat, but because we understand the importance of it and how it can make or break an organization. And when you start looking at your people and, and developing your talent and sustaining your success, unless you address leadership, you're not going to set up anything that's going to equip you for success and sustain success. So I need you to start thinking about this a little bit differently. You know, what type of vision do you have? What consistency do you want to put in place? How can you empower and encourage and develop the leadership within each of the people who work with you by looking at how you interact with them, how you encourage them to submit their issues, how you encourage them to problem solve, how you encourage them to think critically, and how much power do you and autonomy do you give them to act on those things? Because leadership is not more so about what happens to you. Leadership is more so about what someone else does that causes things to happen within you. So leadership at its core is about an internal process that may have started because of an external impact, but it's by and large an internal process. Internally, how does our organization work? Internally, how do our teams work? Internally, how does each individual person work? Because when you think about it, there is no way for you to have a truly, truly effective organization, a truly sustainable organization without effective 
and sustainable and efficient and transformational leadership. So what's the big deal about leadership? Everything. Because as your leadership goes, as your leadership style goes, as as your people who are at the top go, that determines the trickle-down effect of how it impacts your employees and your teammates and your groups and your individuals. And I don't care what you produce, but as your people go, that's the way that your organization goes. If your people are not efficient, your organization is not efficient. If your people are not empowered, your organization is not empowered. If your people do not embrace change, your organization is not going to embrace change. Your people are at the crux and the foundation of what you do. And because people are at the crux and the foundation of what we do, leadership is at the crux and the foundation of what we do because the way that we lead determines how our people perform. And if you're not leading in a way that is transformative, that is empowering, that is impactful and able to pivot, your people are not going to be able to do those things either. Because people can't do what they don't see. They can't do what they don't learn. So as leaders, we have to take up the mantle and, it, and make sure that it's not just about being in the forefront and being seen just for the sake of being seen. It's about serving as an example and serving as a way of influencing the way people think, influencing the way people act, influencing the way people grow and develop and what they think about themselves and their organization and their role within the organization. So true leadership is about how much you influence, not about how much you do. It's not about how much you say. It's about your influence. So what are the ways that you influence people? So what I want you to do is I want you to think about your opportunities for leadership. I want you to think about the ways in which you work with teams and other groups and organizations. I want you to think about the impact that you have. And I want you to think about the ways in which you influence others. What do you say to them? What is it that you communicate to them that not just conveys information, but compels action? What is it that you can do that is going to assist them in being able to sustain that spark of motivation or inspiration or to sustain that bit of confidence that you've infused by giving them praise or to be able to sustain their confidence and their ability in, the abil- in, in, in their approach to solving a problem. How are you making an impact? How are you influencing? And how are you transforming? How are people different after interacting with you than they were before they interacted with you? How are you planting seeds for change? What are the ways in which you, by leading from within and starting from your core, how are you creating a ripple effect around you so that when you influence one person, that other person influences someone else in the same way? So how are you being transformative, transformational, impactful, sustainable? How are you showing up as a true leader who is creating an opportunity for leadership and others? How are you doing it? 
And if you don't know how you're doing it, if you don't know where to start, then maybe you should contact me. (laughs) This is Keisha Rivers, Chief Outcome Facilitator and President of the CARS Group, where we facilitate outcomes. This has been an episode of Mindset to Mastery, my podcast where we talk about ways for you to change your mindset and master your success. You can find me at my website at carsgroup.com. That's K-A-R-S group.com. I have an online academy, the CARS Academy, that is able to provide opportunities for personal and professional growth and development, along with learning and collaboration opportunities for individuals, small groups, teams, as well as organizations. You can find out more details on my website. You can also tune in every week on my website at carsgroup.com to listen to new episodes of my podcast. And you can also find us syndicated on Mile High Radio. That's milehiradio.com, as well as other places like iTunes and Google Play, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, etc. So I hope this episode has been impactful and transformational, and it has caused you to think in a way that is new and different so that you can become a different, better version of you. Contact us, let us know how you have impact, you've been impacted by this episode, how this has actually worked for you, what questions you have, and if there's anything that you would like us to talk about in the future. So until next time, make it a great day. And as always, seek to be transformational so that you can be impactful and you can sustain and create your own success. Until next time.